Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. We are in a pub in central Manchester and uh, we're on our way to Anfield. Uh, this episode of the United We Stand is sponsored by Bet on Brazil and you can visit betonbrazil.com for the very latest odds and offers. There you go, lads. That's where to go to put your bet on and all that kind of stuff. Um, you had a bet yet? Don't gamble anymore, Steve. I'm not shit at it. I've not set all on yet. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, anyway. Um, I reckon, I'll I, I tell you what I wanted to just cover before um, we get into like the ins and outs of the game stuff. It, it's been, it feels like fucking ages since we last had a game of football. Does, doesn't it? This is, uh, I've been looking forward to this. The, uh, the international break is, it's a very fractured start to the season. It's the second one, there's another one coming soon. And um, it's this part I've been looking forward to, to be honest with you. The last, last couple of weekends been blank and just just been sat here with everyone and everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's been too long, hasn't it? If you've been looking forward to it, how much? Why have you come out just like the Yorkshire Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the beard, Steve? No, no, it's quite, quite terrifying, to be honest with you. Matty, can you have a word? It's, well, he's got the old Just for Men out on the beard, have you know? Just for Ned, just for Ned. How long has it been ages since a game? Do you reckon that's created the hype that surrounds it? I think so, yeah, because, as you see, no-one's asked about international football, so they've got to fill it, and have, having United and Liverpool after is probably for papers, gold for him, but... Because, yeah, it does seem... Like, even for a United-Liverpool game, it does seem to have had a lot more publicity yeah. than normal this time. And whether it's the Monday night, the wait after the international break, but, yeah, it is, I'm, I'm, I can't be arsed with all that stuff, so it's nice just to get the game going now. Yeah, and they moved it to a Monday night. They put match today two on tonight because, obviously, Southampton-Burnley and Middlesbrough-Watford weren't good enough. And it just feels like this whole... The advert that Sky's been doing for it, I mean, that's what's brilliant about actually going to the game. You don't have to watch all that crap build-up and we can just... Our build-up is me throwing pints over myself and laughing at Ned's just for men bloody beard. Um, it's brilliant. That was my pint you threw over yourself. <laughs> well, no, we were going to share. We were going to share. But yeah, I'll, I'm going to the bar. Yeah. Dove's Red Monday discuss. Uh, it's just typical Sky, in it, when they want to try and overhype something. They've, they've not had a game of football on for about three weeks, have they? Like, especially midweek now. BT Sport have got that much stuff. So for the first time this week, it takes headline over fucking Kabaddi or something or whatever shit they've got on. So you, no one overhypes things quite like Sky. And, and I also think that because of the start to the season that Liverpool have had people obviously getting a little bit carried away with it and I think that all adds to it they um, just out of interest have you worked out what actually happens in Pro Kabaddi because I I think I get to understand sport I don't I don't get it it's just it's just yeah they hold the breath it's just sick they hold the breath Something yeah, like that. I, I, I turned it on the Is that other true day. or is that something that, that I need true. to edit out? No, he's, he's right. I googled it the other day because I was flicking through Sky and it was on. Other oh, search engines are and right. I, Yeah, I, go- <laughs> I googled it, but one thing I did turn to Carol and say is I bet Steve Armstrong has had a bet on this sport. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, no, but even, but this thing, I've not, even I've not bet on it. You, yet. You've got to tig him, but say, it's like some ancient Indian thing, you've got to tig him, but say, Kabadi, 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 one, two, three. Right, he's what, basically glorified. What if 
you've got a list for you, Japanese, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it is just Ralevo, isn't it? Ralevo 1, 2, 3. It is basically just that, yeah, it's an exaggerated version of Ralevo 1, 2, 3. Well, that, that was Transworld Sport, wasn't it? Transworld Sport, about 20 metres of taking up by Kabaddi. Yeah. Which basically is International Week, isn't it? Right, yeah. so so anyway, right, so Kabaddi sorted. Just that, I mean, I know we're off the beaten track here, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Um, have you ever watched CPAC Takro? Who's what? CPAC Takro. Never heard of it, what no. is it? Never heard of it, no. No, I'm not still sure what you say. <laughs> what, what did you actually say? CPAC Takro. I think I've ordered it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you probably have. No. Right. Google, honestly, when, when, when you get home, when you wake up in a heap in the morning, preferably in your own houses, but that's not guaranteed, Google CPAC Takro. And watch that as a sport on online. Can you text me that? Because I don't think I could spell that now. Keep it on Twitter. It's it's honest to God, it is off the scale lunacy, right? And that I reckon if there was a team in Manchester that did that, I reckon we I reckon United's crowd would half. Anyway, um, right, anyway, just back at the subject of this game. We've we've kind of mentioned that Sky are Sky are really, really overhyping it and What's been really interesting that i found is United fans are going about it as per the normal usual in the stride and all that. I, a lot of Liverpool fans who I've got enormous time for and a lot of you know, respect for in terms of match-going lads. I've seen Liverpool fans who I put in the same bracket as us in terms of home and away and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely wrecked in terms of nerves and stress and pressure and it's almost like they've bought into it. I think the thing with them is they're probably more confident than they have been for a long time and they obviously realise that this season they've got a genuine chance of doing well. You know, I remember one of your lads talking on the um, one of the podcasts you did with him last year saying that for Liverpool to win the league that the stars had to be aligned like they were last season for Leicester to win it. They're probably, now, they're, they're probably feeling that way now that they've got a genuine chance to win it and if you listen to every single so-called expert and pundit every one of them says Liverpool's going to win they can't cope with, we can't cope with their high pressing game we've got too much up top for us blah 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 and I think they just buy into it a little bit more whereas with us been there seen there done it you realise that a defeat's not the end of the world you just crack on and get on with it still three points at the end of the day Steve yeah but Dave there's a generation of their fans that have been there, seen it, done it, and they've been there, seen it, and done it more than we have. Yeah, but not for a long, long time. Are you so saying it's the current lower end generation? Yeah, possibly. And one thing I've always thought with Liverpool fans is I've got massive respect for Liverpool's football club and what they've achieved. But you get 30-year-old Liverpool fans giving you the five times and stuff like this, and literally. At 34 year old, all, the only major trophy I ever remember Liverpool winning is one European Cup. Yeah. You know, City. If you're a 34 year old, a City fan or a, a Chelsea fan's had a better time than a Liverpool has, fan has had over the last few years. So I think that's why they get a little bit giddy whenever they think they've got a bit of a good team going on. Mike, what have you made of the hype? Because I, I think Sky are almost like driving this to levels. I don't remember Sky driving a particular game. I think. Do you think it is United Liverpool or do you think they're dining out more on this Klopp Mourinho thing? I think a bit of both. I think they're going to make, with, with the managers that come in and now you've got, what, from 12 months ago, you've got Klopp, Mourinho, Guardiola. They're going to make a lot more of the managers. I think 
a few things have happened because it's Monday night. They'll have Carragher v Neville in the studio. They'll have waste of waste of time. Giggs, Giggs is in the studio as well. Is it? Waste of time. The thing with that is, though, as well, Klopp's kind of replaced Mourinho as the media's darling as well. The one. They've kind of moved as in away being from box office. Yeah, as in the one, yeah, well, to, the one they love and they laugh at your shit jokes all the time, that kind of stuff. I was saying to these lads, um, Mourinho's finished. According to all the press, Mourinho's finished. He's the worst manager ever. If he was at any other club, he'd be like, like, and I think um, Matty made a good point. Klopp got a free ride. Klopp's been there 12 months, and last season he got a free ride. Mourinho, for us, everyone's like, oh, you know, that if we win today, we're level points to Liverpool, it would have been amazing, and everyone's darlings. And I think um, Dust has nailed it. Klopp is the new Mourinho that everyone loves, that everyone wants a piece of. Yeah, I think, do you remember, I'll never forget, do you remember when Ranieri had his first game in England at Old Trafford and they drew three all and uh, the media for ages were like, right, that's it, the new young foreign coach, he's outwitted Ferguson, that's it, Ferguson. And Mourinho's kind of like Fergie, he's now, he's he's almost yesterday's man, Klopp's a new one, but... Last season's not done him any favours, was it? It's kind of, he stock, his stock's massively dropped after what the first bad season of his entire career and his stock's massively dropped because of it. Yeah, and he, he's, he's got that to prove and the start he's had, the fact that he's lost an own game, everyone said, you know, this air of invincibility about him. I do think as well, um, when you talk about the hype, I do think um, it's a mentality thing as well. Like I can only speak for myself here, but I think we're all pretty much the same that I, I can't wait for today, but I can't wait for the whole day. Like we're all sat here, we'll have a drink for a few hours now. When we get there, I love United Liverpool games, but you know, it, it sort of feels the same as a few weeks. So we played Leicester at home, but we had the full day, we had the crawler fight at the night, and I look forward to that all week as well. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not, it's not all about the game. Now, don't get me wrong. If we win, it'll be brilliant and everything. But it's a shrug of the shoulders as well. You know, it's just, it's, it'll be great later on. But it's everything that surrounds it as well. I think United fans are a bit more level-headed. I remember you saying, see, on one of these few weeks ago, that I think you, you singled out Liverpool and Arsenal, the two fans that. Are, are either up there and they're going to win everything or down there when they lose whereas well they take, they take football incredibly seriously yeah and, and whereas I think we're all pretty confident with Mourinho it might that it will happen it'll come good in time it might not be tonight it might not even be Chelsea you some United fans who are probably like that Absolutely. But what you'd find is what you'd find is with a match going lads are ones who go in the same games it's just about it's more it's still, it doesn't matter whether it's Liverpool away whether it's Hull away whether it's Crystal Palace it's still a chance to get, get up meet with your mates and go to I, football I, I can point you to hundreds of Liverpool fans who I know really really well who'll be sitting here having the same conversations we have who won't really you know they'll want to win but when it comes down to it at the end if it goes the other way come what 10 o'clock tonight they won't be in the slightest bit fucking arsed well that, same, that's exactly the same thing You both both sets of clubs have probably got the exact same same sort of thing but like I said with Liverpool I think it's just the fact that they're more confident than they've ever been before and they're so starved of like success at and certainly at the league level, level at league yeah. level yeah, yeah. but they, they see this as a genuine opportunity to is, it, is it is it are they are they past us now on the time? Be the same year if they'd have to win it this year no 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 it's gone actually it'd be 27 if they won it this year yeah so they are past yeah god that must that must yeah I mean we remember what that felt like although but then again I wasn't I don't really remember it where do you stand Tom on the where does this rivalry sit with you in the sense of let's just chuck the obvious other two clubs in there which is City and Leeds that I know of where does and you know you can chuck, chuck the modern day 
you can chuck the modern day Chelsea Arsenal and obviously the fucking might of Leicester in there. Where does where does the Liverpool rivalry sit for you? Chelsea's a weird one because nothing beats the feeling of winning at Anfield. Nothing wins it, and, and for me, even winning at City. Right. The thing is, I, I, right. I'm going to swear. I fucking hate City. Everything about them. I hate the post. The, the, the clothes they wear, I just hate everything about them, I hate the moustaches, I just right, hate them. No, <laughs> I, don't, I just I can't stand City, I can't stand the way they are, bitter they are, I can't stand the fact that they are, they get, they're awesome at the moment, they're fucking brilliant, but they still hate us more. However, w- winning at Anfield is, winning, winning at Anfield is fantastic, and that one matter game was still, I know John O'Shea game was still one of the best games I've ever been to. John O'Shea. Oh, that's longer than Neil's story that I got yeah. emotional then yeah. I hate City thanks, thanks thanks for that answer Tom I enjoyed every fucking month no, of it did did he answer that question I don't no, think City, City more for me right. I, for me for me United Liverpool rivals unmatched comfortably I understand I that I can't say, there is a respect issue and I, I think in terms of cities I think in terms of fan culture hardcore support there's a hell of a lot of similarities between Liverpool and United but for City fans like I can understand why you're hating but as a club I can't take them seriously and they're just even they're obviously an excellent team now and City in time will, will become a more important game, but I can't take them seriously as a club. Imagine, imagine if imagine if Liverpool had a team as good as City's own, how much more it would mean to them. Hate's a bit of a strong word, but the, diff, the thing with United and no, Liverpool, the thing with United and Liverpool as football clubs is though, they won't like to admit it, but the two clubs we've got more in common than any two football clubs in the world. And the thing with Liverpool is it matters that much to them that I would rather them not win. There is that mirroring of fan culture between United and Liverpool. I always go back to obviously when a few years ago when them and City were going for the league, and it was a much talked about question: Who do you want? And for me, it was it summed it up. Had Liverpool won that league, there'd have probably been a million people on the streets of Merseyside. City won it the next day. Remember turning on Sky Sports News, and it was third. Behind third news piece behind United bidding for Luke Shaw in the England well, if you squad. Remember that day we got back into Manchester and it was fucking dead. Well, United, yeah, 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 with the trophy would still be absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there was absolutely no one and left. It, it, we ended up fighting with ourselves because they're all it gone. Would, it would have. I remember chatting to a Liverpool fan a few days before when City could have virtually won the league and the game wasn't even full. And he's like, you know, I can't believe we. And I do think. That's the thing, it, it matters so much more to Liverpool fans. Sorry, I've always said that whenever City or Chelsea win the league, it's the equivalent of like a lottery rollover. And then the year after, someone else gets two. Or in this, that's what was that guy called the Lotto Lout. But uh, Matty, in fairness, I'm going to I'm going to agree with Matty. He nailed it. I hate City fans more than I hate Liverpool fans. I hate Liverpool as a club more than I hate City. I agree. I think Liverpool's a bigger game. I, I, I think it, it's a bit like Barca and Real. That's the main game, and and I respect Liverpool more. But yeah, City fans, I can't even speak to. I, I can't even have a serious conversation you know with them. The thing about it is as well, Mourinho nailed it this week when he was saying this game's still massive, but in all the years, in the last 25 years, there's never come a point like which Real Madrid and Barca, it's usually fighting for the title. There's never been an occasion when United and Liverpool But this is, that's what makes it brilliant. But that's a good point, that's because I reckon there's probably only been three or four games in the last 15 years where. United playing Liverpool has actually been a title thing 
I think that kind of why that sums which, up. Which proves that yeah, I think that's why it's such a big rivalry. I wouldn't even say a title thing because the only one really was that time when he won four one at Old Trafford. But even that day, if we'd won that day, it pretty much sealed it. We brought them back into it. But the other times you're talking about are ones where they've stopped us winning the league. They've not actually been directly two of us going head to head to win a league before. I think that adds to it. I think that that shows what same as Celtic and Rangers. If they both got relegated, it would still be viewed as a big game. Like the the team. Imagine if the two teams were top of the league and going head to head for exactly. titles every year. It'd be, be, like, yeah. yeah, be angry. And, yeah. and it's still a massive game. It's like it's I think the biggest top game in the world. Exactly. What, tonight? Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest. Didn't, game it, but didn't didn't more than the world's population watch the City game the other week? Yeah, but that's what they always say. But supposedly tonight will be the biggest. But the, like the thing is, when like when you've got that, <laughs> where, like you said, you all watch that on the phones on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when there's that level of game, when it doesn't even matter that much, and, and tonight, my, I seen I seen a city fan saying like, "Oh, well, it's a mid-table clash and all that," and like that's why you like don't get it because it will always be a massive game no matter what. It's I mean, cool, it's yeah, Tomo, Tomo said about the John. Tomo, <laughs> oh, she listens to this, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. No, yeah, Tom you've, said, a, you've, a, you, you've actually spoke more to United We Stand listeners over the last couple of, <laughs> couple of months than you have to your message. Right, um, just a quick one on. I think. Look, I, I think Tommy had a good point. I, I think I'm saying. Well, that I'd be lying. <laughs> just a quick one. Um, I, I said something on Anfield Raps podcast of the week that I'd rather this game was at noon on a Sunday, yeah. where once you get through that song. Anfield has always been fucking dead and one of the for me one of the least atmospheric grounds that there is you go there at night though when the floodlights the floodlights are on and they've got this kind of buzz about it it is a different place and last week last week I think United shit themselves on the pitch without atmosphere and we can expect the same tonight really can't I don't know you look at some of the characters on the field now though you look at some of the size of some of the lads who are on there, players who've been there and done it in the biggest games, players like Ibrahimovic, Pogba. You'd hope that they wouldn't freeze in the in the, in the headlights like they did a little bit last time. You, you, you've nailed it though. The key to going there is shut them up for 10, 15 minutes. And, and Anfield, Anfield, it can be massively overhyped. It can be as bad as Old Trafford in terms of atmosphere. They're very similar, I In terms of Anfield, Old Trafford, yeah, nine times out of ten, it is quite, quite. But on the big games, they can rise they can and they will rise. Yeah, which I think they will. They did that. Of all the times I've been to Anfield, goodness knows how many, without question, that Europa League under the lights was the best atmosphere I've known at Anfield by distance. It's been hyped that much today in a similar sort of way. They they'll be exactly the same tonight you know yeah. for a fact be, the way to shut them up is to either keep it quiet early or if it, even better if we can score early that's why that's why the late winner is, is more than anything I think um, we, we get something late on I mean we met someone mentioned the O'Shea goal before. That was um, that was we all we as much as we might say like the football's only a small part of it and so on and so on. But you get a moment like that at Anfield and, and same as Rooney's goal last year, the ballooning that goes on and everything that goes with it. You can't you don't get many moments like that. So yeah, if something happens like uh, Tomo, yeah, thoughts on the atmosphere as in. Do you think? Do you think it's going to spill over into naughty stuff? 
I just think he will tonight. It's, I mean, I'll be honest, I've had safer journeys to Anfield than I ever have at City. I've always had trouble at City. But I, you, I think if United go down, that, that's when it'll get on time. Yeah, because we started doing last year. Last In the Europa League, it got nasty. Um, there was a fight in front of me between United fans, but I actually think tonight, I think as we arrive, there'll be a few who've been on the pop all day. I think it'll get nasty tonight. I really do. Not us. We, we, we haven't. We're... I've got absolutely no time for people who go out and drink all day before away games of football so you know it's probably you know and anyway i'm going to hand over to someone who didn't definitely do that today dubs just a quick one turn up at half two the fucking nonsense i know i told everyone i was going to do today sober but you know the last sober away i did was everton moise's last game so i just thought tempting fate too much there remember that game that was remember when that was the game united do you remember United the, the phoned Steve me? Round, yeah, the, yeah, the Steve Round yeah, yeah. incident. And Asking me if I wanted a soccer aid Well, the worst, the worst bit about that, <laughs> that day was, though, the reason why I stayed sober was because he had to go to a wedding in Warrington and the groom was an Everton fan and the bride was a Liverpool fan and at the end of the night, they were all singing because yeah, yeah. ne- they thought they were going to win the league at that point yeah. and they were all singing You'll Never Walk Alone in a big... Su- I think I walked home from Warrington that Well, that went well, didn't it? Um, just a quick one. A couple of, I'll tell you what I surfaced is in terms of which, again, is kind of... You can slot it into this kind of panic thing. Um, it's been a lot made of the ref, haven't they? The thing is, though, it's, it's quite clever by both sides, and I think Mourinho's responded quite well as well, because the one thing is, whenever a ref gets overhyped about... Howard Webb, for years, when people started doing all these pictures of him wearing United shirts, he never gave us a fucking kick for the last three years of his yeah. career. And I think that the one thing today, with, with, with the referee who it is, he's under so much pressure to not give us anything, to... Against, but then Mourinho's bounced back this week and he's saying how difficult it was for him. So I think everyone in the refs, he just lets fucking everything go to them. That's the thing, they, they go on about him being from Manchester, but the chances are he could be a City fan as much as he is United. It's just strange. Exactly, yeah. How convenient. But there's the thing, if he does have a, he will have a lean in one way or the other. And if it's towards City, then Liverpool benefit from that. Now, people, thing, moan, people moan on Twitter like, you know, oh, well, um, you know, he's, he's going to be more United. But why would he? He's got as much chance as being against him. It, the thing is, though, if the FA can't trust somebody with any kind of game, like, why is he even... Why is he even employed by him? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a stupid appointment. Because why... If, if you're from Manchester, even if you're not a United fan, you're going to come in, into contact with that many United fans with, with a club, you're going to have a lead. You're either going to quite like them um, or you're going to dislike them. Well, it doesn't matter whether you like them or not. If it's a foul, it's a foul. Or whatever. He, he's, I'm not, he's, he's one of his good mates is actually a lad I know from United. And he takes him to any games and gets him tickets. So, But... As Mike Dean refereed this game. Yeah, well done for fueling everything. Yeah, well, yeah, cheers, but, as Mike Dean refereed this game. Mike Dean's refereed it, hasn't he? Uh, I don't know. I've not got a full history of the referee. Anyway, did you watch Mike Dean yesterday? He was unbelievable. Someone did a foul throw. He had the biggest... I like watching Night Fever. He's not. I hate my Dean. Just want to say that he's not going to want to make any big decisions. I think he's going to. Yeah. He's going to second guess we everything he does, thinking of, about not only should he give the decision, but how is the decision going to no look? It's just a stupid, just yeah. a stupid appointment. So when you're in a no-win situation, you 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 are going to just go cautious, full stop. And do you know what? I think personally. 
I'd rather he awarded us a, a penalty in the first minute and took it himself. <laughs> but personally, I reckon I reckon there could be knives, stabbings, you know, if you fucking name it in that for he ain't gonna give shit. Steve, you know no. Woody National wants a word, I think. The guy went national this I'm week. Not talking to anyone who works for the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what he's the one thing he won't do? After all the talk, he's be, he's be biased towards United. He, I guarantee he won't do that. It's a bit, it's a bit like everybody says, oh, like he'll he'll go towards United and all that. When when that Mendes goal happened for Tottenham, that only saved us a point that night. But it was gone on about. Yeah, but it didn't cross the line. Not in my mind, it didn't either. I genuinely said that. I said about you holding grudges. Do you know what? It cost us for months. We had decisions given away given against us for months and months on that it only gained us a point that's that always night. happened but whenever something goes in our favour when something goes in our favour it doesn't get a mention part of fucking refereeing I'm afraid you know what I mean the referees you can get slagged off for a lot of things and some of them are shit but I don't think I've ever doubted the thing is though I think the point about you can't win now because if United win Especially if a decision's involved, then we know what we know what's going to we know what's going to well, come. I, I think the Liverpool if, fans are more worried. If we don't get something, then all this bollocks about the paranoia and everything else is going to kick in. I think the Liverpool fans are worried there that he's not going to give decisions that are going to affect James Milner's finger for the Golden Boot. Yeah. <laughs> no, Liverpool fans are worried because they're better than us. They're the favourites, so they're trying to think of every excuse just in case we do that's, win. That's what we used to do, wasn't it? Yeah, ba- yeah. basically, yeah, they, they are. They know that we're better. Sorry, they're better than us in every way, and yet they're panicked because they suddenly realise very quickly. Um, and I'm looking at you when I say very quickly now. Do you want um, a story? No, 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 no. I'd, I've, got, um, I've got a couple if you want. United win and United lose tonight. Just what's the impact on the season? I think with. If the we results win, what'll happen? If we lose, what'll happen? The fact is, you just never know, and that's, I think that's the difference between us and the Liverpool fans is right now, is that we're just thinking to ourselves, whatever happens, happens. It's only one game. It's not the end of the world either way, and it don't mean to say you're going to win the league if you win it. Yeah, if we win, and especially if it's in, in the last minute or something like that, it's, it's about today, and, and if we get beat, then within a day we'll be like, well, it's all about Sunday at Chelsea. Shrug of the shoulders, but yeah. Yeah, it's, that, it's a difficult one to say. Momentum's a huge thing, so if we win, we can push on. If we don't, then I think you kind of got to look at, right, battle for top four. But even if you lose, way, if you lose, you're only six points behind now. Which I, I do think if, if we lose, there's got to be a level-headedness to say, listen, it's not going to happen overnight. Whatever happens tonight, come, come tomorrow morning, we've got the right man in charge, we're going in the right direction, give it time, let it turn around, whatever happens. It, you know what Ned nailed it it's all about next Sunday to be quite honest and we'll all still be there and yes there is Thursday right and but Robin Van Persie's return but we'll all be on <laughs> Adam Woody he, he doesn't like Van Persie um, it'll, to be honest it's just about the lads getting together and we all you know I said the whole game I thought we'd struggle for top four but um, Matt is right we have got the right man in, in charge and do you know what he stinks United and I love it there's a lot of need to isn't there because every week Two weeks ago, City were going to piss the league. Yeah, the week after, yeah, Tottenham we were, were going to piss point. it. Liverpool yeah. were going to win. Suddenly, even, asked, we, even, we, suddenly even we were going to piss it. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone's creaming themselves over us. Yeah. I said, I said a couple of weeks on the podcast yeah. that there's going to be a good side finishes six this year. Yeah, everyone's going to go right. Come when fucking Stoke win it. When you said Ned nailed it, I had to uh, had to backtrack. Just a quick one on just to wrap up the pre-match bit. 
in terms of I was going to ask two questions two plays in your keys but I'm going to merge it into one I think the back five pretty much sorts itself so I think the um, the point I was going to make was who, who are your either your four and two or your five and one or your three and three well if he's if he's got enough legs I'd have Shaw in there um, you didn't you didn't hear my question did you who's who, are, who are you six ahead of the front the back five um, I think this game you can't get away with Herrera Pogba he's crying out for a, a Carrick or a Schneiderlin type player I'd have Herrera in there Pog, Pogba in the sort of number 10 right. bit of pace out wide in Martial and Rashford and Ibrahimovic right. up front right. okay, so right? he's playing a fucking rugby rugby union team I, I, you're six I'd go um, Herrera Pogba uh, Carrick Rashford Ibrahimovic and Martial that's the same fucking six yeah but he used six names he used about 15 <laughs> I, I agree with that I, th- I think the, the second the, the second half of the City game is is the template for tonight really and I agree I think Herrera will be our most important player I think he's key to it but yeah I agree with that so a midfield three for Herrera Pogba further up the pitch and, and Carrick and Martial Rashford out wide Ibrahimovic up front well, just, just as long as Smallin's on the bench eating crayons, I don't really care. But, um, yeah, Rashford and Marshall on the wing. Left after Phil Jones, is it? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, just as long as Martial and Rashford give us the width and the pace we were talking about before, and um, Zlatan up front. And then you've... Pogba's got to play... Do you know what? Everyone's going to hate me for this. I'd probably have Fellaini, just because I think he'll, he'll bring that... He'll get in the faces and they, they hate him. And it, it, Here's the other thing, that, and I think this is really important, is, is Liverpool last year when we won, the one player on that pitch they didn't have a plan for and couldn't contend with was Fellaini, right? And so he goes there with his United head on, he goes there with his Everton head on. There are certain players who have to play in certain games, well, right? The thing is, you can't play football. And I don't think you can get away with Fellaini and Pogba. I, I don't just, think we need the height defensively anymore. Here's what. Yeah, are you going to play now? Play. Although I'd have Carrick, it's whether he's had enough football. Well, you to cunch, you've already, you've all picked yours. Shut up a minute. <laughs> 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 my right. I want my, my, my back five. My back five is as you were. I'm going up from Ibrahimovic, either side of him, Martial and Rashford, to give it a bit of width and a bit of pace. And then I'm going Herrera in the middle, and then either side of him, Popga and. Fellaini. I think right, that will be the team. Bit, I yeah. think that will well, be the team. Well, us lads know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. Prediction. I was saying before that I think you've got to try and keep it quiet for the first 20 minutes. If they score early, it could be a fucking long night. I think it'll be one of them games where they win easily or we nick it. That's that's what worried me. The way they start, the, the crowd will be behind them because it's a night game. That eye pressing stuff they do, you know, they could be two 0 up after 20 minutes. You can see it, and you know, everyone turning round, heads down, and all that. But yeah, if we keep it quiet, I still I still see a late winner tonight. I, I think uh, last 10 minutes, last five minutes, we'll get smashing grab. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's two key elements. I think a surviving the first 10-15 minutes. Both of them. When, <laughs> when they'll start like a house on fire. Nice, 
and we've been really wasteful this season and I think the first chance we get we've got to take I think if we, if we can weather the early storm and we take our first chance I think we've got an excellent excellent chance of a win It's interesting because none of us have said Mattis should play um, and he's been on fire at Anfield as you said earlier um, but you're right Matt is right if we, He's not a blood and thunder bloke though is he? No he isn't and he's just too nice and he's too busy taking photos of Steve he's too, he's too busy taking photos of Stevenson Square um, and play, he's playing the parade matters saying oh Manchester with hashtags and stuff like that so do you know what um, it, it's under the lights we've got to really get amongst them and you're right keep it tight for 20 minutes Did he him off slagging him off and I couldn't actually <laughs> tell what was going on here's the, here's the funny thing <laughs> do you know what do you know what I've asked you for a fucking prediction and not one of you gave us one uh, score 1-0 uh, United yeah, as much as um, as much as we say like our oh, shrug at the Give shrug. me a score and you would say that. Uh, one nil United. Two one United. Late late winner is that. I, um, I think Liverpool are gonna beat us, I'm sorry. I do. Two nil. Two nil. Do you know Steve actually put his joker on it in the United We Stand predictor? Right, okay. I'll deal with that another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll deal with that another time. I um Grass. My 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 my, my head says I think because of all of the things attached to this game Liverpool should win and should win maybe by a goal my heart um, suggests that United might just be out of goal up here like they used to do in the 80s when this was the kind of scenario we used to turn up in and just upset the party a little bit yeah yeah, but I think United are made of sterner stuff than we have been over the last couple of years so um, I'm going to predict I'm going to go nil nil (laughs) I'm gonna stick my neck out and say I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out and say nothing will happen. That was a well, was was I know you hear that every week in the Van Gaal yeah. season, but he has yeah, gone. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. one last thing: the um, we're gonna miss the Olympic parade, lads. Are you gutted? We're, by the time we leave Manchester tonight, the Olympic heroes are our Olympic heroes will be parading round. T- it's post-match after Liverpool nil, Manchester United nil. In this podcast, United We Stand is sponsored by BetOnBrazil.com, the new betting site for all sports punters with great odds, markets and offers. Listeners to this podcast can now get a free £10 bet when they deposit £10 just by using the promo code UNITED10. Just visit BetOnBrazil.com and enter the promo code UNITED10 and when you deposit your tenner, you will get your £10 back free. Um, I would say United came and parked the bus, but they definitely got what they came to this ground for um, reasonable performance we expected two things at least a pulsating atmosphere that never turned up we definitely expected Liverpool to come flying out of us given their self-proclaimed uh, best team in the league and you know deservedly so let's face it after their performances so far that absolutely didn't happen and uh, I guess when you weigh them two things up United have got probably cause to say they're a little bit disappointed by not taking advantage of that uh, Dove's thoughts it was absolutely nothing like I expected to be that to be honest Steve from start to finish the way Liverpool played the way the ground was they all set up the entire game Nil nil, I thought was completely fair. I think both teams will look at it and think it was to themselves. Shy, really, yeah, I think I think both teams will look at it and think to themselves they missed a trick there by not not going for it. 
Um, I had a tucker draw before the game, but with the nature of the way the game goes, you can't help but feel we missed the trick a little bit there today. I look at that and go, United did probably, I mean, they turned up as we thought they would in terms of formation. We all kind of sort of suggested that beforehand and played the way United, we expected them to. Liverpool didn't, did they? Well, not because Liverpool pretty much bow their first choice team they play every week. You're expecting them to come at us. And I think we set up to try and negate that a little bit. And the fact that that never happened as well. It just, it just made the game a bit of a non-entity. I thought it was a massive disappointment considering how much has been plugged over last week. Best league in the world and all that stuff. And it, and it was a poor game. If, if that was Hull against Watford today... We'd all be slagging yeah, 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 it, wouldn't we? Would, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, Southampton v Berlin was a better game yesterday, wasn't it? Because it was, it was just... Uh, 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 the two teams were just cancelled out each other out a little bit. But there was a glaring lack of quality there. And what was disappointing from a United point of view for me was with that sort of setup. You're open, your big players, your, your Hebrew and Richards and your Pogba's. And for me, they were the two most disappointing players on the pitch today. I got a text off a lad called John Milburn, a big Liverpool fan, at some point through the first half saying it looked like United had been on, um, well, certain substances and that Liverpool had been smoking spliffs all afternoon. United did start pretty well, didn't they? The first they, they, first, they didn't pull the boots. First 20 minutes, you thought, you know, it was well after that. It was very similar to the game we won here a couple of years ago, where we controlled the game, but yet we never really created anything. And I can't think of any instance in the game where the keepers had a save to make. And it was just one of them games, you just thought to yourself, from Our 10 minutes in. Well, there, sorry. Yeah, fucking hell, ours did. But 10 minutes in, you just felt like this game was going to end up 0 0, didn't you? It just felt like that sort yeah. of game. Yeah, well, some of us predicted it. Um, <laughs> The, uh, the only two real massive goalkeeping incidents of the game were both top-notch saves by the Gaia, weren't they? Yeah, they were both really good saves. I mean, the second one especially, why we backed off Coutinho and let him do what he can do. Um, the first one, again, looked like a bit of a mix-up as well. But, I mean, to be fair, if you, if you come to Anfield and just restrict him to two shots like that, two saves, normally you'd be happy. But it's the fact that you've not done anything with it at the other end. I say to any home team, if you score nil, you fucking deserve everything that comes your way. Of course you, yeah. Like I said, it was a little bit disappointing in Liverpool. I expected them to have a go a little bit more. I think they made it very easy for us to, to come and, and get what we wanted. And it was clear that we were well happy with a draw. And I think they were. Are you disappointed that United didn't take the initiative by going, do you know what, they're not on it tonight and didn't go and fill our boots? Well, that's what you was hoping for. But I think the problem was with the setup of the team, like I said, it was set up to try and negate them a little bit. And it wasn't like we could particularly change it when you start having players that we've got in the team. Plenty of people on the bench who you could have you could have thrown Matter on and took somebody off who was a bit more holding, couldn't you? Well, that, I think that's what he should have done a bit earlier. You know, thought Rooney perhaps could have come on a little bit earlier. Matter was on the bench there. But then again, after, when you look at that, then you've got two left backs warming up on the bench. You've got Jesse Lingard. You didn't look at it and think, Where, where's a Martial, you know, he can do something out of nothing. So I, uh, he, just, he just looked to me, he looked well happy with a draw. We're just hearing a stadium announcement that uh, the roads outside the stadium are still busy and uh, we won't be going home for a little while, which isn't uncommon. Um, just a couple of things on a couple of our supposed big game players. Totally disappointed by Pogba again. And I was also massively disappointed by Ibrahim who quietly, unassumedly, has gone on to have four goals from about 40 shots this season. So I'll come to them in a minute, but Pogba first, thoughts on his performance? Well, what, what you're hoping from someone like Pogba is this is the game to put your foot down and dominate the midfield and have that sort of game. And again, it just never really happened for him at all. I don't know if it was the setup of the team or whatever else it was, but 
for that sort of money, you're expecting them sort of place to do something special. Ibrahimovic as well. If Wayne Rooney had played up front today and played like Ibrahimovic, he'd be getting murdered, wouldn't he? Yeah, he got, got absolutely crucified for it. Yeah. All they tell you is shite. What's up, mate? All they tell you is shite. <laughs> you're, you're on the United We Stand podcast here. Made <laughs> 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 Right, <laughs> right, he can go. Carry on. From the banks of the Go on, you can sing that one. Where were we? <laughs> Where were we? We were talking about Ibrahim and Richard Oh, sorry, yeah. I thought if, if, if Rooney had had that sort of game playing up front that, that he'd had, he got crucified for it. Yeah, yeah. Who did catch an eye and who would you single out as playing well? Fellaini's obviously got a lot of stick, I thought Fellaini had a good first half. Did what he was there to do, didn't he? Bailey was rock solid, Valencia again did well defensively at right yeah. back, but I, I liked Sandro Herrera me, I think he's the one who keeps us ticking a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say anyone was brilliant, but it's one of the performances where you're looking for someone to keep it tidier, keep it... I think your point there is, you wouldn't also point the finger and say someone had a shock at either, would you? Apart from... No, it was just, it, it was, you know, you've got, you've sometimes, you know, if, if a team had come to Anfield and, and fought out an hard 0-0 nil -nil draw, you'd say fair play, you know, it's an hard place to come. But you also, like I said, you just also felt like you missed a trick a little bit. That if I'd said to you before the game, the fan, Liverpool's support won't turn up, Liverpool's team won't turn up, and it'll finish 0-0, nil -nil, and you'd say, do you know what, that's a bit disappointing, and that's how I feel. Well, that's, that's exactly it, because like I said, I just feel like we've missed a trick a little bit by not particularly playing. Now, I don't know if that, you know, I don't know if it's because the way we've played that shut the crowd up, or if it's the way we've set up that's made it hard for Liverpool. Maybe well, you should give us credit. That wasn't there at the outset. After it, it had done it its usual, you'll never walk low, and it was absolutely empty. It, it wasn't at all. It was, it was, it was like... It was like a Monday here today, though, after you've had an every weekend, wasn't it? Like last year on a Thursday when everyone was fresh for the weekend, whereas today, today, look, today was like when, when we come back from Crawler on I, that Monday. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. I've got every sympathy with them then. I, uh, I, I mean, I cannot describe the stark contrast between the atmosphere in this ground tonight compared to what was one of the best atmospheres I've ever heard on that Thursday night in March, whenever it was. Totally different, wasn't it? The European thing probably pays a part as well, the fact it's a knockout sort of game. Jack and Expectation did as well though, because they fully, you know, I said to you before and I was seeing tweets and from people who I've got a huge amount of time for, their nerves were short to fucking bits. Well, it's a bit of an unseen scenario from today, Liverpool were probably expected to win. And I think, I think it's probably a scenario they're not usually used to. Um, I don't know. I, th I think they'll go away disappointed with the ball. They've not played well at all, but um, I oh, said maybe you've just got to give United a bit of credit as well. Yeah, it's fair enough. Uh, town. We have a guy out here. Anyway, we're outside the ground now. John, how are you, mate? Thoughts on the game? Just missed a bit um, of a festy cuffs there, wasn't it? It was alright. Yeah, it was a little bit kind of, I don't know, uh, a little bit of air was there, but nothing, nothing too severe, I suppose, on the Monday night. <laughs> um, I suppose impressions of the game, before you even ask me, uh, I'm happy enough. We were supposed to rock in there today, according to the media, and get battered. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and, yeah, and Jürgen <laughs> Klopp was the greatest thing since Jesus Christ, I suppose, yeah. But uh, I actually think we do, I think we're actually doing okay, you know. Yeah. Um, relatively happy with that. Are you given, if I, I was saying to somebody before, yeah. The Liverpool that we thought wouldn't, didn't turn up and neither did the support. So, we disappointed with that really, didn't we? Um, I have to say, like, that we was, could have won that. 
that was, that was three points there to be taken in, yeah, my, in, so. my, in my humble opinion yeah, yeah. anyway when are you on? Um, in the morning yeah. in the morning <laughs> yeah. so are you in Manchester tonight? no we're in Liverpool tonight uh, oh fucking hell good luck luck could be a dog John <laughs> John see you soon Podcast away, mate. Yeah. Come on, mate. Right. Come on, give All us right. a go on the game. Uh, so, after You'd have talked that before the game, wouldn't you? Definitely. Yeah, we said we the game as well. We said we'd take a point. Two points. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you come in. Is, come, you come in. Expect- that final ball, wasn't it? That's all we missed. They were shite, though, weren't they? They were terrible. They were, they were, oh, we missed that final ball. <coughs> the, be, the best chance for us today was the best chance for us was uh, Zlatan when he came into the box and he could have, when he translated it back across goal, he could have fucking bedded it into the net. That's got. I thought. I don't think we had anyone on the pitch who was actually gonna, capable of putting that ball away. No, no, but you know when um, when the ball came over from the, uh, to the that was the only, that was a chance in front of United yeah. to fucking bang it into the net. Right, I'm gonna ask you. One player who played great and someone who didn't. Give me two names. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, United fans are gonna hate me for this, but Fellaini. Yeah, yeah. And he and he was shy. Okay. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. I don't like to call a shy player. No, no, no. I don't like to call a shy player because everyone. Shit bag. Yeah, shit out. One from you. One. one Floyd was shit. That's who was shit. Who was? Floyd. No, nice. No, honestly. Lads, uh, you going, where are you going back now to now? Uh, West no, Yorkshire. Right, yeah. no, right, well, safe trip, boys. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going down, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, nice one. See you there, that's it. Yeah, do. it's a fucking long week, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what only dawned on me this afternoon? The fucking Fenerbahce game in midweek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I said to these in the week. I said to these, we've got City. We've got City. Full on Chelsea. And then we've got, sorry, Liverpool. Istanbul away yeah, soon as well. Oh, God. Liverpool, Fenerbahce, Chelsea. They're, they're coming in thick and fast, these fixtures. Yeah. Guys, we'll see. That's how it should be. Right, lads, yeah. safe trip. Yeah. Cheers, right. thank you. Take it easy. Okay, now. Okay, now. You can't be happy with that. You all right? Uh, yeah. Good, yeah. You can't be happy with that. I'm not surprised, or I think that's the thing. It? It's, I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was very close to being a. What you'd expect from Reno, and if, if we'd have scored a fucking winner late on, it was like the perfect Mourinho away at Liverpool, wasn't it? But to be honest, I mean, they didn't do anything either, did they? It was a bit, it was, they just both stood off each other, didn't they? Well, we expected a pulsating atmosphere, which never turned up, and yeah, it, absolute, it often doesn't, there though, does no, it? I totally agree. I know, but you, you kind of give them a bit of slack on a night game, don't you? And it never happened. And United, I thought that was absolutely there for the taking, and we didn't. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think. Going to the game, everyone for first half an hour. Get to you know, that's when you can lose the game. Get to half time and got to half time. It was all right, but they just didn't quite kick on, did they? And a couple Pogba's and Zlatan's have got to do a little bit more in, in games like that, aren't they? You know, that's that's where you pay the money for, isn't it? Wages or whatever. You know, they've got to do a little bit more, but it's you know, it. I think you'll judge it Sunday night, won't you? If, if, if they go and get a win at. Chelsea, four points from the two, you're quite happy with that. If, yeah. if they get another nil-nil or they get beat one point and you know you think today's a missed opportunity, but I think mean, coming here, most people thought it's a tough tough ask, isn't it? Like the way they were playing, the way we've been playing, but I don't know, you know, didn't make the keeper make a save, it's disappointing, isn't it? But well ultimately De Gaia made the two best saves of the yeah, game. Yeah, didn't I don't think their keeper made a save really, did he? So that's disappointing. But I thought we started okay, but didn't drill it home, you know. I thought 
did it all right. You just you just kind of waiting for it to get to like 60, 70, 80 minutes, and then we'd have a little go, and it didn't quite happen, did it? But you know, would you have brought Rooney on a bit earlier and maybe took someone else off? We're get on the yeah, we're getting on, mate. Yeah, yeah. I thought the, the problem now, with Rooney, is you don't. Finishing this interview, won't be. Joe, come on the podcast, won't you? Joe, come on the podcast. Come on the United We Stand podcast. Has everyone behaved tonight? Behaved, yeah. behaved, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you have to do to get a wooden stick with a metal tip? Because you don't seem to have one. You've got to be paid more than I am. Yeah, you're right. Are you a Liverpool copper or a Manchester one? Liverpool. Oh, yeah. You're from Liverpool? I'm not, no. Well, where are you from? I'm from St. Helens. Oh, yeah. Red, are you football? Have you got a football allegiance? Don't follow football. So you're rugby? Not even rugby? No, no, neither. Nothing. Oh, so what do you do when you're not? When you, what do you do when you're off work then? Oh, I'm always in work, me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Okay, now what's the most? What's the most I've ever had a copper toss? Blackie. You yeah. End. You want an end? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are, without making any assumptions. Yeah. There's well, a, I'm pissed off with that. There's just no vitriol off the pitch. I just can't believe that I've gone to Anfield. We've walked there. Nothing happened. We've walked into the ground, then inside the ground we've not been insulted. There's been no, there's been no real banter between the fans, apart from um, non-event, wasn't it? The whole thing it was a complete was a non-event. We 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 said that for the fir- before the game we said if we could keep them from scoring three in the first 20 minutes, yeah, we'd be nil nil by 25 minutes. We'll get we'll get a result from it. And that's exactly what happened, but they didn't really go for us in the first 20 minutes anyway. They didn't take any shots. There was, what, two saves on, two saves by De Gea and none by us. You know, their keeper never made a save. I think Marino set up brilliantly. I think United worked as hard as they've ever seen him work. He set up for a different Liverpool that turned up tonight, didn't he? I think he set up and said, right, OK, we won't give him any chances. We won't let him do anything at all. And they will attack them on the counter. And then actually what they did is they didn't let us counter-attack because they were sat back themselves. So they played football. They either played it too many times across our box because they were trying to walk it in or they played it across their own box and back to the keeper because they didn't want us to have the ball and I just don't think that we didn't create well we created chances but we just didn't look like scoring them I worry now a little bit about Ibrahimovic I think that you know for all his fantastic player and his you know little cameo roles I'm sure that will win his games but in big games like that he needs to put that header away can I put the uh, Pogba question to you you see I thought Pogba had a very good first half I think he got his touches in I don't think he's protected at all and if you look at the two or three little things that he did he created some nice chances for us I think I don't think he's ever going to be the player he's not no Brian Robson I must have been in the box at that point It was the cross for Ibrahimovic, his header, the uh, threatening bit header. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that, that went, went for a throw in. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, I, didn't, I don't want to expect that from him. To me, we're still in a scenario where our best two players were Fellaini and fucking Valencia again. I don't know, Herrera was awesome tonight. He did, well, the best awesome, but he did all right. Yeah. I think it's the best game I've ever seen him play for United. Did you go with that far, Yeah, I thought he was absolutely yeah. outstanding. The way that he just sat in front of that box, because he's more creative mm. than Schneidlin and Schweinsteiger. Do you remember Schweinsteiger? He used to play at United, didn't he? I think those two players sat in and were very negative as Carrick became in the end with his back passes. I think Herrera actually did it and won it and brought it forward quicker. I don't think we're far off being a very good team. Yeah. I can't understand. You're we're, right, Fellaini did have a very good game. Well, he he did, well I think in terms think. of doing well, the job he was sent out to do, running. that's what he did exactly. You know, I'm not sure, not sure why Young particularly played. Um, I'm not sure where Martial is and why he's not and Rashford was a bit wasted out there but I think overall but I just just didn't see the passion 
I don't see the passion off the pitch and I think without that I think it could have been a cracking game if there had been a bit more passion with both sets of fans seem to have lost so the plot tonight. basically you're disappointed because there was no crowd trouble is that what you're saying not, no not a cr- crowd trouble but just no there's just no real what missiles edge vitriol yeah, just, yeah. just like that that bit that really gets you gets the teams going on the pitch crowd trouble <laughs> it's not really crowd trouble is it I don't you know, I don't agree with crowd trouble. Right, I'm going to fuck off. At this part, I can't listen to him any longer. He doesn't, Blackie doesn't agree with crowd trouble. Anyway. Rick, do you know what happened with Marshall? Was he injured or? He was tweeting some Pinocchio stuff to oh, Daily yeah, Mirror last night. Ah, that'll be it. So we got injured tweeting. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, indeed. Right. Moving down the coach now, let me see what else I can grab for a quick final couple of words. Stu, a couple of final words on the game, what were your thoughts? I, I quite enjoyed that rather perversely. Uh, yeah. I thought, I've always wanted to be a part of a, a Mourinho shutout, and that was it really, I, for me. He just, just nailed it and stopped, stopped them playing. Which is fine, but that wasn't Liverpool that we expected no. to turn, was it? So are you a little bit pissed off that, do you know what? I think now we've got, we've got, to, we've got to consolidate now and then move on after that. We, we, can't, we can't just jump ahead of ourselves now. We've got to like sell ourselves and go for it. Yeah, yeah I reckon if we'd, have, uh, if we'd have gone for them, we'd have battered them. The first 30 minutes, I thought if we if we if we if we got away with the first 30 minutes, I thought we'd beat, we'd win. And not only get away, we'd bat with the first 30 minutes, and then and then stood back. It's nonsense. And I thought, by the way, I did think Herrera had his best game for us since he started. He's just said that. But that was his, I think that was his best game. Yeah. You reckon it was his best game for United? But I, I reckon so. That. Yeah, I reckon his best game for us. I think we need uni. Not bad. You've done fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Spent all my money. Spent all your money. Yeah. You spunk your loan yet? Most of it. Yeah. <laughs> we need a fucking <laughs> winger on though. <laughs> oh dear. Woody, you're right. Yeah, not bad, yeah. Uh, I heard you on five live the other night. Did you? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, I thought Jose got what he came for tonight. He set up to defend and come away with a draw. Bit disappointed that it didn't try and have a goal the last 20 minutes. I'll bring Matter on, mm. uh, but you take a draw at Anfield, don't you? And a clean sheet. Game turn, second half, didn't it? You know, first first 20 minutes, first 30 minutes in the first half, we could have could have done it. How did his lads miss that header? I need to see it back on TV, like kind of thing. But it looked like a, it was harder to miss. Well, I thought him and Pogba were shite. Well, they were shite. I mean, Herrera. Herrera, Fellaini, fantastic tonight, absolutely fantastic. And, and again, Dave. I'm not going to pick on Tomo because he was he was the first one in the pub after me this afternoon. So fact that anywhere is Jim. Unlike some people who turn up at what half three, four, half four, half, half four, mate. Yeah, half shock, shocking performance. Anyway. Uh, uh, anyway, we're uh, we're handing out the packed lunches back on the bus, so I think it's time to uh, call it a day. What was it? Worst United Liverpool game you've ever seen? That? No, I've seen loads worse than that. Absolutely loads. So? Yeah, yeah. It certainly wasn't. It was definitely wasn't the best, but it's far, far, far from the worst. Anyway, right. Listen, I need to wrap this up because as, uh, the school dinners are being handed out. Um, most United fans think, do you know what? We'd have took that before the game. United came and got what they set up for, um, but given that Liverpool didn't show up in the, in the way we expected to them and the atmosphere at Anfield certainly didn't live up to billing, uh, we're tinged with a little bit of disappointment, but uh, never mind. As Rick quite brilliantly pointed out, if uh, we get something out of the Chelsea game at the weekend, 
and negotiate two difficult away games and get four points out of that, um, or even two points, you can probably class that as a decent effort. Uh, so we'll see what comes at the weekend, but between now and then we'll be back on Thursday night um, at the uh, Fenerbahce game in the Europa League. Uh, welcoming Robin Van Persie back to Old Trafford and hopefully he'll get the reception that he deserves for that brilliant season uh, that he had uh, and when he pretty much single-handedly guided us to the, uh, to the league title. Um, so we'll be back after that and then uh, from an away game point of view we'll be back on uh, Sunday on the coach with the lads for the Chelsea away game. But uh, thanks for listening, hope you enjoyed it and uh, we'll see you on the podcast soon.